whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Welcome to another episode of Life is About More Than Living. I've struggled with today's guest's last name, so I'm going to introduce his own self. I have the pleasure of doing this recording with his little baby girl and his wife at the table. It's got a lot of background noise in a coffee shop. It's got me drinking my first iced coffee. Yeah, I have to create a visual by, since you can't see this. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for following this podcast. Please become a subscriber of To Life is About More Than Living. There's a part here in the app in the recording where you can leave a comment. But if you're on iTunes or wherever you're receiving it, just type in something. Um, what you like, what you don't like. All episodes are raw and uncut. And please also support my one and only current sponsor, Anchor, the app that I'm using. Um, Life is about more than living is really tapping into not the, the personal side of the business professionals. Well, sort of, kind of. Next week, um, this guest that I'm recording is um, Zachary Clucking, but he's spoken a word for it. And it's going to be way out there because he's in, you know, it's going to be way out there. Uh, anyway, with, with Jason, though, I'm going to stop talking and let Jason tell you about Jason or anything Jason wants to talk about. Uh, uh, before I dive into it, though, please check out a book, The Power of Coaching, Manifesting Transformation in the World. I'm a firm believer in creating your own destiny. So the book, The Power of Coaching, I'll tag it in the podcast at the end, uh, which is a collaboration that Jason partook in. That's his first name. So now let's, here we go. Jason, why did you choose to sit down with me? Yeah, no, thanks uh, for, for having me today. And really appreciate you coming up and spending some time with us here in, in beautiful Mount Airy. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to listen to your podcast for a while and following you on social media, things like LinkedIn. Uh, really spoke to me to say this is somebody that I want to connect with and and you know add into my network of people um, because life is about more than living and uh, I really resonated with the no matter what happens I win slogan yes and uh, <laughs> so uh, for those of you that don't have one make sure you pick up your t-shirt yeah no please order that thing please order uh, and his prayer is so informal because I cut off the guy person. Sometimes they cut me off. I don't care. We just we become friends. That's My right. mother never met a stranger when she was alive. Everybody she met was a friend. Uh, he mentioned a T-shirt. It's easy to find the T-shirt. Google my name, Alfred Harrell, more than a poet. 
you'll find it. The links are there as well. Uh, in the desktop version or laptop nowadays version of this podcast, uh, it's in purple and pink because this wonderful lady in my life suggested purple and pink in in all sizes. Uh, yeah, so that's my shout out following what Jason said. I'm going to shut up and let him finish. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that I wanted to uh, share with you, have the opportunity to sit down and talk over, was um, how we've been able to impact people's lives. Uh, me, my wife, and our family. Um, you know, tell a little bit of our story. Um, let you get some of our background. And um, really put it out there for people to realize, um, specifically for coaching, uh, I think there's some there's some bad players in the marketplace and that's true for anything mm-hmm. out there but we know what to look for in a good coach uh, what to expect that kind of thing uh, I think is really important and if just like if you decide to go to the doctor if you don't know why you're going uh, you're probably not going to have a positive experience yeah <laughs> it kind of goes back to what Simon said next year they talked about in detail in his book understanding your why that's right we can show up to any place at any time, we don't understand why we're there. We may miss the opportunity or opportunities presented while we're there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, that ties into what I tell a lot of my clients who come to me and say, you know, I think I'm, I need a coach, right? And, and me and my wife are coaching two specific areas. One's a business coach to help uh, business owners, board members, things like that. Um, share my guidance and experience but more importantly I like to say the best coaches don't have answers the best coaches know the right questions because um, the answers are just as unique as you and the problems you face and so uh, that answer really has to come from within and if it does that it comes from an authentic place and when that happens then you have answers that fit that work and you get the results you're looking for um, rather than following somebody else's formula for success. You mentioned formula for success. I, I personally don't believe that there is. If a person believes in absolutes, I don't believe there's absolute there. Uh, baseline things to do, yes, such as like I begin my day listening stuff of the day, watch, listen, listening to YouTube videos because I'm on the moves, I can't watch it. Uh, but the Baseline, and all of it, I believe, personally, is finding out what works for you in line with your personality and having the right people to guide you in that area. Yeah, and uh-huh. your, your personality, your beliefs, your strengths, uh, you know, not succumbing to your own weaknesses, uh, you know, the, the aspects of self-sabotage that yeah. plague, you know, every person, whether yeah. they've been successful or not, right. um, or whether they're currently being successful or not. Um, you know, so those are the kinds of things that are, again, unique to the individual. And, and you're right, there's, there's no, like, canned approach. There's no book that's going to teach you how to do that properly. A lot of it is through your own self-discovery. And that's where real coaches come into play, is um, asking the right questions, probing you a little bit deeper, um, and, and helping you draw out what's the best within you that you have. Uh, we, would, we would not even be having this conversation if I had not uh, started listening to voices of some of those people that passed away. I didn't call them life coaches, I called them mentors, they were sure. friends. Uh, when, they, when they were in my life, I didn't like what they had to say. However, as, as I said in my interview with Chisa last week, <laughs> yeah, well, wow, that was interesting. 
Go to LinkedIn and watch the interview or online watch the interview. Uh, however, we are, people don't, people see us as we don't see ourselves. That's right. So, going into that aspect of what you're talking about yeah. as a coach. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when we're um, as a professional coach, what you um, should look for and what you should find in a professional coach is um, just that the person is able to draw out from within you um, by really questioning the things that you're saying and kind of mirroring things back to you in a way that, that makes you more introspective and self-aware. And it's those things that I think you know, we bring to the table as coaches. And it's so empowering to help folks. You know, everybody wants to help somebody in their time of need, and that always feels good. But it's really great if you can help somebody who's already being successful and they've, they've maybe plateaued or they feel like they've hit that glass ceiling and they've seen some success, um, but, but they really haven't taken off uh, to the next level. And they want to do that. And they're still successful in what they're doing and they're not really seeing that cycle of failure and, and things of that nature. That They're in the cycle of success and then you can come in as a coach and amplify that success um, by just changing some small paradigms about how they're acting and reacting and thinking and, and you know engaging with the world around them and with themselves. You have me on pause here. <laughs> you have me on pause here because, like I said, I do this as an impromptu format. Because I'm, re, I'm reliving the, the interview the other night. I'm reliving some moments in my own life uh, where I went through all of that. Yeah. I'm still going through that now. Sure. Uh, which is so cool. Why I'm, I'm embracing the thought of this now. I never paid a subscriber in this podcast. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, people are listening to this thing in four or five nations. I can only speak one language. <laughs> <laughs> so how did I convert over? Then, then I got thinking back to the days of when I started. I started as a blogger. Everybody's blogging back in the day. You could type, you write, you'd be like, boom. And then this podcast thing, and here we are. Yeah. Um, here I am looking at not just this interaction today, but as we go forward, learning and get glean, gleaning more from you, especially your post that you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Where's um, a win win? Uh, you mentioned how the t shirt resounds with you. For those who have not listened to, watched the video, the t-shirt came about in large part due to everything Jason's talked about. It came about when I was at the City of High Point. Didn't like being at the City of High Point because I hate the, their leadership structure. I don't care. I don't worry about it. I hate the leadership structure. Uh, I'm an open free speaker. They're not. Uh, wanted to get back and re-employed with the City of Greensboro. However, I had to be a, I had arrived at a place where no matter what happened, I won. Uh, as I said on my other profile, saying it in the podcast. So I was I made myself content being there if I didn't get the new job in the city of Greensboro. I told my supervisor, whatever happens, I still win. I got a job. <laughs> um, next thing I know, I'm being interviewed, and they ask me the same question: Why should we bring you back to work here? I told them the same answer: No matter what happens, I win. The next thing I know, this one is slow. Uh, rebranding, everything. Uh, 
life coaches being coached, being taught often comes from circumstance, I think, which leads you to the right people. Um, and a slogan. <laughs> if you go back to that slogan again. Uh, and by the way, those, this is, since this is all, all, totally audible, audio, totally can you talk, being recorded <laughs> as an audio, audio podcast, not a YouTube version. Everybody around is just so nicely. His wife, his daughter, he's rocking a purple. I bought a purple t-shirt. Here's the thing I have like my purple is this, purple or pink. Here's what belief system you're in, purple or pink, is a sign of royalty, a sign of growth, a sign of beauty. Stop white, a sign of purity. I'm bringing these th- colors into this conversation because if you're not purifying your thoughts, like gold is purified, or this thing, this life called this junk life journey. If you're not seeking that royalty or that higher level of success, then you may want to step back and get a coach such as Jason or Karen or someone get some assistance. I had to step back. I said, I stepped back and admitted that I needed to talk to a therapist. <laughs> I talked to a therapist for a while because my childhood upbringing, which was dealt with in the episode recorded last week. Jesus, I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, thing is, you know, one is aspiring to greatness, as that's Brown would say, or some level of success. But your daughter, her earrings. You can step back and get that help. Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 I don't mind promoting and pushing people out there. My listeners, you know this, you listen to other episodes. But here's the thing. Help will not find you if you don't go looking for it. Jason and I was talking about this connection for months now. Now here we are. <laughs> and I'm going to eventually graduate to doing um, the YouTube version of the podcast, but right now it's only out there. <laughs> so, so I can stop talking and let Jason continue. And if your family want to add in, we can wire them up too, like flip flop. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's up to you. I think, you know, Alfred, you hit on something really important um, there. You said, you know, help doesn't find you, you have to go find it. And I think that's the first step that people need to really make in, in the taking control of their own destiny and their own life and, and uh, the things that they need to do to be successful. That starts with those first steps. And, and it's really putting you in the driver's seat of life. And, you know, you talked about, you know, no matter what happens, I will win. And that story, which is an awesome story. Um, when we take control of our destiny in that way, right? Um, we, we talk in our coaching sessions uh, a lot about paradigms that people live with. And one of those that we try to shatter, and, and a lot of people uh, are resistant to begin with, but if you, really, if you really take in and understand what this means, it'll help you. And so there's, there's some free coaching, if you will. <laughs> um, Let's see, on average, someone's listening in, in four or five different nations. I haven't even learned numbers lately, so yeah. you're helping people. You're doing your thing. Yeah. So, so um, here's a paradigm. Um, the way people treat you is a reflection of your character, not theirs. The way people treat you is a reflection of your character, not theirs. How so? Well, I'll give you an example. Somebody is, is uh, rude to you. Feel like that they are right you can give power to that and make yourself a victim and that's really your character or you can um, reach out to that person open-handed show them love care um, and figure out okay if this person is 
yelling at me or they are angry and they're taking their frustration out presumably on me I can either take that personally and, and put myself in that victim role and to receive that and receive the negative energy that is associated with that or I can say this isn't personal even if you are angry specifically at me um, it, it, that's not I, I, I'm not going to take that on so I'm going to be more than that no matter what happens I win right um, so now in that case uh, my character is now sterling and I can say um, you know, regardless of how you are trying to treat me it doesn't change who I am what I stand for what I'm about and it doesn't change who I am in this conversation and so um, now you, you turn that tie um, and, and you turn things around and you take control of that destiny yeah um like I said a few moments ago, I didn't really, I didn't go to YouTube today. But I was scrolling through Instagram, and Kevin Hart shared something in line with what you said. Saying, he simply said, "I don't have time for hate." Kevin Hart said, "I don't have time for hate." And he went and broke it down to, "If I'm loving you while you're hating me, then you're carrying your own hate, but I'm benefiting and I'm showing you a better way." Because, because because yeah. I'm not allowing you to treat me poorly, yeah. even though you're acting poorly, right. you aren't treating me poorly, right. and that's a reflection of my character, right. not yours. yours. Like yours, yeah. exactly. Uh, being a man who shouldn't even say it often, I shouldn't be here, but I am. Thank the grace of God, I am here. I the 21 year marriage, been divorced on the 16th. I don't know, I forget, 2006, a long time. Uh, good, great turns, everybody. Congratulations, by the way. Wow. Um, I say congratulations when people tell me they're getting divorced, and me and my wife are both um, certified coaches for relationships. Right. And people go, why would you say congratulations when somebody's getting divorced? And I'll tell you why. Because um, I don't know of any happy marriage that ended in divorce. Right. <laughs> hey, hey. But I'm gonna say, and I say this because I'm sharing a lot of personal things elevate to the next level. Because everybody, I know if my life is comfortable with it now. Yeah. I was a monster. I wasn't this nice guy. Now. I wouldn't be <laughs> a nice, lovey, perfect husband if such thing exists. To being a guy who didn't know himself. Yeah. I'm bringing this in because of what you're saying. I'm bringing the story in now because I think everybody's in a place where they can hear some of it. Um, they me, They loved me through that transition. Yeah. Those pictures you see, that's a lot. I saw earlier, that's a lot to do with that. Um, I had came to a point where I congratulated myself on having the courage to walk away. Yeah. So I would not destroy what was there. Because yeah. I, I was on the road. I, if I stayed, we probably would have the great relationships we have now all around from former wife to kids everything. Yeah. They, lo they loved me enough to let me go. Yeah. And loved me through it. So that we're sitting here today. Uh, I've had it happen in different scenarios in life, but that was the most recent one, uh, 2006, I think it was. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell a story about no matter what happens, I win, without being able to go back and be comfortable. I've known people on this journey to us having this conversation because they brought up the subject of divorce. I actually brought it up. Uh, who can, one lady carries a firearm for her ex husband. Sure. Uh, she she received all the pro she received all the property everything. Yeah. Um, we had a divorce. 
that she almost shot her son one night who came home. I think it was like something in the front door. Uh, I've got more stories, this, but this is not about all those stories. This is just going back to what you were talking about, that divorce thing, congratulate a person who has to yeah. walk away. Yeah, and also in that same story, you know, that paradigm we were talking about, um, how people treat you is a reflection of your how character, you, yeah, not theirs. Yeah, right. it, so, so how she was responding is really a reflection of her, her character, character yeah. not his. Not his. Yeah, yeah. And that goes... that. That's why I go back to the same thing I keep mentioning is I'm really pushing my shirt down hard. Uh, <laughs> is that no matter what happens to us, it's how we, we I think the old saying, how we react to it. Um, in some ways, when I first came here, I had no idea how, no one knows what they'll get from me, and I don't have no idea what I'm going to get from that person. So many people ask me, oh, what am I going to talk about? How am I going to do this? I said, I go unscripted. Yeah, give me a bio, I go unscripted. I can walk, and I do that because on the days of open mics, when I was on open mics at Winston Stone High Point in Greensboro, poetry scene, I kept them family friendly, and my youngest open micer was a four-year-old little girl. Wow. I will never forget her. Never forget. Right there in Winston Salem at the, uh, where were we at that day? Some spot we were rented out downtown, some coffee shop. We got a little spot. To do poetry. Yeah, and yeah. they always had a sign out, family and friend and all that. Sure. And the lady came out with her daughters. And her oldest daughter didn't want to go up to the microphone, but her baby girl did. She had a pink elephant. And we put the mic down. Her <laughs> height. The elephant in the room. And, the room. and this little four-year-old stepped up there and started talking about her pink elephant. Everybody just fell apart. Then she just blushed and walked away. That's awesome. Uh, so that's just why this guy's have to keep this thing informed. Those people like that. Somewhere now she's probably 16, 17 years old. But also there was a case where there's your whole Brooks. Uh, we were at the coffee shop on Lawndale and they were brown. Her people walk coming by, whatever. I don't know. Um, her son was in middle school. Mm-hmm. He hated reading books. Sure. Uh, he graduated high school, top honors. She said, because you invited him to write a poem. Someone said, well, how does this tie with Jason's interview? It ties in like this. All of us have a story. Along the way, none of us ever lose unless we choose to lose. You get us a great advice or free advice from Jason. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's funny. You say, how does that tie in? I'll, I'll tell you, that is, uh, that th- when that little girl walks off the stage with the pink elephant and she's blushing and she's probably feeling 10 feet tall. Yeah. She's proud of herself. Yeah. That um, is ideally when you should seek out a coach. Not when you're, not when you're at your lowest. Not when you just bombed on stage. Okay. And, yeah, or, or, or you were sitting in the audience and mm-hmm. you went to the open mic with full intentions yeah. to go up there and get on stage and then you didn't you chickened out I mean, that's a great time to get support right and the time to really get a coach and this is the difference okay is, is when you come off that stage and you just won right and, and you're elated and you've, you've you've got this high you got the win now that's a time where a coach can come in and really amplify that success Stretch that moment and, and take it really to the next level. 
Yeah. And I think people make the misnomer of looking for a coach in their life when they're at their lowest. And, and you need people when you're at your lowest. I've never thought about that. But when you really need a coach the most is right when you win. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> this conversation is taking my, my bio that I was going to post for this gentleman to a whole different place. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you listeners, here's what was going to happen. I was supposed to post this lengthy bio about Jason of his LinkedIn profile. But I'm going to do it like I did with Karen's when I interviewed her because she's also a life coach. So it's kind of cool her dating a life coach. Because <laughs> I hate the conversations we have. I can't imagine what y'all talk about. <laughs> God knows. I, I love that woman to death, but God knows. I'm like, God, she just shut up. I don't want to hear what she got to say. But she's right about a lot of stuff. Sure. Because she don't see me in that that moment, she sees me as a person needing what like, you're talking about. Yep. Oh, she's getting up by your tongue. Needing to grow. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like boyfriend person with all the happy stuff. But anyway, uh, <laughs> listeners, the bio you will see is simply be like Jason. That's very um, life coach. Great conversation with them. Short, probably nine, three hundred words. Because I can do that. Because I. Bios for these things, okay? Yeah. So, just like, keep in mind, you would have had a lengthy bio to look over. You won't have that. <laughs> You've been spared because he's he's a good, he's a good guy. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, it, I'll help you with my last name. When we talked about it at the beginning, we'll circle back around. Okay, let's circle back around your last yeah, name. Yeah, so it's Arispe, and you can say Arispe. Like, like crispy with an A. Arispe. Arispe. Okay. Yep. Yep. I still won't get it, but that's great. I said my southern accent, Arispe, but anyway. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, see, see, I have you said if, if you ever seen the video, I'm stupid acting in a video with Chisa, but she, uh, not really. But she knows me for a while, sure, it's been only too long. Uh, and here's where I keep going back and forth to me and back to Jason. Here's why in June, I, I spoke something, those who believe in speaking their destiny. Yep, I shared with Karen that. that August and December, all these amazing breakthroughs were going to happen for us. Yeah. Happened for me. Yeah. Uh, happened for her, business-wise, personal, everything. Uh, had no, had, and I had no idea that in the month of August, I would actually record with Chisa, because usually I t- chicken out yeah. that coward thing you, you talk about, the ring away. Yes. Yeah. Because I couldn't stand, I really couldn't stand her, and I like. I like her more, not because recording. I like her because I, I look back on our journey together professionally. This woman understands rubbing people the wrong way to get them to do the right thing. She understands coaching. Coaching, yeah, that thing. <laughs> yes. uh, so now I'm sitting out with Jason, and I'm like, it was like two other people that I just wrote off, and here he is. Then Zachary the next week, but you guys were here. We were recording in Mexico time. Uh, it'll be 1 p.m. our time. So uh, after it's done, ch- check that podcast out. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, bringing that all to, to the forefront because my life has been more become more amazing because of people like Jason, uh, Chisa, Zachary. I finally hear his voice instead of Facebook messaging. Uh, in my favorite spot, a coffee shop. A lot of stories in coffee shops. Uh, and 
whatever you do, however you receive this information, whatever platform, reach out to this man. And he will point you in the direction of other people. His wife's also a coach. Uh, reach out to this man. Don't be afraid to seek success through the eyes and ears and mouth, the words of someone who knows how to guide you there. Um, shamelessly promoted myself, but also shamelessly promoted my guests. Because they have to tolerate me going back and forth on a bunch of subjects. Yeah, but see, I think that, you know, one of the things that's really great, we just met, the yeah. first time face-to-face, yeah. right? And, um, but it, it's pretty clear, I was enthusiastic about sitting down with you because um, winners like being around winners. Winners, yeah. Yeah, and... and um, so don't, what I tell people all the time is don't be afraid to reach out when you're winning and find another winner to help take you to the next level yeah, yeah. to get that slingshot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's important for people to go, oh, okay, so who's this Jason guy? Well, why should I listen to him? Yeah. Well, yeah. But here, here's, here's why you should listen to this Jason guy. <laughs> He's on Life is About More Than Living, a podcast that in four months went to iTunes. Uh, I question why I don't have, why I don't have a million thousand listeners in three years. Someone highlighted to me it's not the number of listeners, it's the quality of listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, there's a difference between listeners and a following. The following, yeah. Yeah. And so, those people are faithfully there. Yeah. Reach out to Jason. If he's on this podcast, reach out to him. He's on this podcast, reach out to him. He can guide you, coach you. you I don't get paid for this, but I ain't worried about paying for this. What I'm looking for from this is simply this. As Jason and his wife does events, they will remember my name. That's right. And bring me on board, then I can get paid. That's right. Uh, but for the time being, <laughs> same way I'm doing for my girlfriend. Yeah, right. I can yeah. work for her for free. It'd be funny having her as a boss, but still. <laughs> it's okay. You so, know, I think one of the things that's powerful about your message with no matter what happens or when is, yeah. is the story behind it. Yeah. So, so let me share a, a little I, bit of our story. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but you keep going back there. I, I really don't recognize the full power of it. But I'm beginning to appreciate it because everybody keeps telling me this. But anyway, it, it, it is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Um, so, so it is a little bar story. So I'm from Greensboro originally. Okay. Yep. Grew up. Went went to Page High School, etc. Nobody special. Yeah, you are. You in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, came to work with a couple of different companies. So on my way to company called Toshiba, I get moved to Houston, Texas, with my family. Right. And. Um, that was really a time of exile for our family. Wow. Away from family, away from friends. Yeah, that's a big um, move across the country. Yeah, and, and, you know, a big city. Houston's, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a, you kind of think, oh, you know, it's just a bigger city. It's very different. <laughs> <laughs> it's very different. And, uh, and that was a difficult time. So then um, now comes the tax day flood, six feet of water. Oh, yes. The um, Memorial Day flood, wow. eight feet of water. Wow. And then a year later, we get Hurricane Harvey. We've just finished rebuilding, you know, a, a tremendous response from the greater community to show us love and, and help us rebuild. We've always lived a cash basis life. Right. Um, you know, we didn't have any debt at the time. Right. We didn't want to start any. Right. Um, and, and people came out of the woodwork to help us, and we're so thankful for that. Um, then comes Hurricane Harvey. And uh, 13 feet of water in our house. Both floors of our house underwater. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't make the decision then. I said, you know what? Um, 
this flood essentially wiped us out. We wow. wiped out all of our savings. Wow. Wiped out our, our car. Wow. We're, we're, we're completely broken. Wow. And I said, Megan, I'm going to find a way to get back to North Carolina okay. and, and get back to the people um, where we have friends, where we have support, but more importantly, where we can win. Right. And because it just wasn't winning in Houston the same way that I was when I left. Right. And so now, uh, you fast forward today, um, we were able to live diligently. Mm-hmm. And last year in August, we, we were able to pay cash for our house here. Wow. Um, we're still debt free. Wow. We live um, right here in downtown Nanari. Wow. Um, yes, yeah, nice spot, y'all. Yeah, nice yeah, spot yeah, to be. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's just a beautiful life you know, with my family. Got five kids total. And uh, three of them live with us here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just able to take from nothing and build back yeah. in a short period of time. Yeah. One of the things that a mentor of mine early in life um, told me was it, when you reach a level of success, it, it can never permanently be taken away from you because you know how to get there. And when you do it again, and again, that road gets shorter every time. And so um, I think that story is important so people know, um, you know, we we don't live a life just of luxury and and finesse. We have hardship. And and as a coach, you know, everything's not just hunky-dory with us. We struggle too. The difference is um, not about what happens to us, how we respond to it, what is the reflection of my character and how I react to the world. And, and that makes all the difference in whether or not you win yeah. and, and whether or not you lose. But this gentleman, he is so genuine. But then again, if you look at listen to any, any and all of my guests on the show, they've been very genuine, directly to the point. Um, they've been transparent. Uh, he's, again, he's the third person since I've been doing this that I've sat down with. Uh, his story ties in with Dominic Richardson, I believe it, one of the first ones I recorded. Dominic started out in Greenville with a pushmore and homemade signs. By the time I met him, he had read to be through LinkedIn and he appeared to be a podcast, he had turned hundred thousand dollars revenue his first year. Because his daughter would never go through what he went through growing up. His estranged father came into his life and taught him how to run a bobcat. Yeah. So he went from homemade signs and pushed more, 200 grand a year revenues. And now he does demolition work in Virginia and South Carolina. Yeah. So when it comes to bringing the story in with Jason's family story, there's a great pool of people in our local communities, in our world through social media, to pull from. No one will come, people that may come into your life, my listeners, you may say it was by accident. Don't let it be by accident. Open your ears and listen. Be purposeful. Uh, because these individuals, like Jason sharing his story, going deeply personal, I can, I can relate to so many aspects of his story in the sense of the flooding because I grew up on the coast. Yep. The difference is it, it floods there. We, packed, we, we just wasn't Houston, Texas. It's a big difference. Biggest difference that go up because I can't relate to that much water uh, being in my home. However, water can also be symbolic of being 
like I said, we sometimes. Oh, uh, sometimes with the sinkhole life, we encounter floods of a symbolic sort. Yep. And those floods may be telling us it's time to move. Yep. Oh yeah, perfect. It led me right to my one of the oldest stories ever told. <laughs> uh, oldest stories ever told. Flooding story. I know we'll come to it eventually. Years ago, I was told by someone story of the man. Uh, who was in his home when a hurricane arrived. And some of you may know the story. God sent the man a boat. Yes, <laughs> Jason knows the story, story all the time. Jason knows the story well. Yeah. Finally, the helicopter arrived. Uh, it was like, he, still, he wasn't happy, but it was too late. That's a different version of it. Since Jason knows this story, I'm going to throw a kink in it. I'm going to do, do a different story. Because if he knows it, a lot of people know it. Um, Cause get, here's one thing about me, y'all. I have stories with nobody else. I'm 58 years old. I'll be 59 soon. Uh, and, I, and I keep this to about 45 minutes or hours. I watch the time. And the longest one ever was like an hour and a half. That was Larry Digley out of California. He had me almost in tears. So uh, I'm, not, I'm laughing with chills like crap with Larry. Because Larry dated this woman named Gail. Like, go in my story. Yeah. He, he, Jason's heard this podcast. Hundred summer odd days. Anyway, um, it was a yeah. It, he went in before about four months. He met her. He dated her. She was safe for cancer. They fell in love. Yep. And she died before he, they got married. He wrote a book with their love story out. She helped him. She was a dancer. She danced the day she died with stage for cancer. And he became involved with fitness and health. Now he's a fitness coach in California because of Gail. He wrote their love story out. 128 days, four hours, and some minutes. But actually, down to, in the podcast, stop it down to the seconds. He knows that second when she passed. They met online, they, they were together that last four months of my life. And I was almost in tears when I reported Larry. But I'm going back to the same similar story, symbolic story, you know, or at least. Uh, came across this thing in the days of blogging. Of a man who had a sign. Yeah. You, you remember the sign for the blind man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was your coach on the stories. <laughs> I'm jealous from that way. The man who changed the message from the sign and got more money in his pocket. Yes. Uh, Les Brown told the one about the shoeshine guy the other day. Yeah. Uh, our messages not only resonate with other people, our messages draw people into our lives and us into theirs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to dive into the story, but it's kind of funny to dive into the story if someone knows the story. Who's lived the story? Jason and his family's lived the story of the flood. Yeah. I'm glad he came back to North Carolina so we can sit down and I'm not recording him some Texas time or whatever. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to reach out to him. See how he can be of assistance to you. His yeah. wife as well. Uh, well, you know, you started to tell the story. I'm going to tell it anyway because I think for our listeners. Ahead. I think tell it's important. So, you know, so this old guy he's sitting on the porch, and I'm going to tell it from a, a Christian perspective. Okay. That's the way I heard it. Okay. And, um, and and I like to tell people, you know, with everything that you hear, take the grocery store method. You don't buy everything in the grocery store. Right. You take the things off the shelf you need and you can use, and you leave the rest. Right. So, so do the same here. So, uh, man says, look, I'm, I'm. Truck comes by and says, hey, the flood's coming. Yeah. You got to get out of here. He said, "Nope, 
God takes care of me. Yeah. Gordon is riches and glory in Christ yeah. Jesus. Amen. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so the flood water comes and he, he gets uh, up into the house and the boat comes by yeah. and says, hey, come on, we got to go. The, yeah. the, the dam is going to break. The yeah. levee is going to release water. I'm fine. God takes care of me. Gordon is riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. So then he's on the house, on the top of the house, on the roof of the house. The helicopter comes and the guy throws down the ladder and He's got the uh, megaphone. Hey, come on up, come on up. And the guy waves him off and yells, oh, God's got me taken care of according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And the old guy drowns. And he, and he goes to heaven. And he stands there and he goes, God, I was faithful. I, I was your servant. I was your man. I was faithful. What happened? And God said, I sent you a truck, a boat, and a helicopter. What more do you want? And, and so if you're listening to this right now, you know, out there uh, on the internet, maybe this is your boat. Maybe this is your truck. Maybe this is your helicopter. But take a minute and, and, and reach out and, and get the help you need to move to the next phase of life. Yeah. Because for some people, the next phase may be a business adventure. It may be just some words of encouragement. Absolutely. It could be anything. However, like I just said a moment ago, this is a, we are in a community. Uh, I can't recall who said, said a few days ago, one of my uh, things I was listening to. Oh, yeah, the guy was asking uh, Steve Harvey the same meeting all the question. Uh, what I have to do to get my name? Not Steve Harvey. Uh, another talk show host coming late at night. Um, what do I need to do to get my music out there? He's like, you have the internet, social media. Keep posting. Yeah. Keep posting. Keep posting. The person was like, yeah, but no. He says, no. We're in a world where we're connected after social media. If, you, if one thing doesn't work, you try another platform. Instagram became my platform. The, the key is there, and, and, and I think people get caught up in their own success and failure mentality. And, and, and so I was looking at that situation from a coaching perspective. Yeah. He, he's getting good advice. Keep posting. Yeah. And the person's saying, but. 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 But the key is your butt is what's holding you back. Get yeah. off of it. Get off of it. And, and keep posting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta keep. And if one platform doesn't work for you, another one will. Or, or if you if you stumble and you fall, you know, hey, I, I was posting religiously. I was doing. In your case, you're doing podcasts and, and it's going good. And then you know it just falls off. You just didn't do it for a while. You got quiet. Doesn't matter. Get back on the horse. Back, do it again. Do it again. Keep keep doing what you're doing. And the right people will show up. That's right. But when they show up, if they're the truck. Get in the truck. Get in the truck. If they're the boat, get, get in the, the boat. boat. If they're coming in a helicopter, they're coming in a helicopter. Take the ladder. If it's a beautiful day, I'll get downtown that area. And they want to go for a walk and tell you something. Go for a walk. Uh, and don't have any regrets about missing the first boat, the first truck. Regret no. is a killer. But regret is... It'll a, drown you. But here's the thing about regret. It begins the same way as rebound. You can rebound just the same as you can have a little regret. That's right. Uh, one of my favorite speakers always tells a story about dropping up the, the, the guy that wants to mentor to the retirement home. But all of you have regrets. I'm trying not to get emotional here. It's like this, y'all. You got some great advice today. You got great suggestions. You just said people call motivational speakers, they have motivational podcasts. End of the day, the only way to motivate you is you. That's right. Because at the beginning of motivation is mo or move, get moving. 
if you if you if you don't get moving with what Jason said or I said or someone else said, get some quiet time to yourself and ask yourself why you're not moving. Well, it comes full circle to the beginning of this conversation. You mentioned Simon Sinek's why. Yeah. And and starting with why, motivation starts with motive. Motive. What's your motive? What's yeah. your why? What's your why? And if you don't know what your why and your motive is, you ne- you're never going to make it. No, you don't. You don't st- no one stumbled upon success. No. And again, success looks different for everyone. But success is available for everyone. Everyone. Um, from the three-year-old YouTube star to the 55-year-old business person who was at it for 40 years. Yeah. Uh, if you don't love what you... I hate using cliche. If you don't love what you do, then you're doing the wrong thing. Uh, in that, no matter what, what happens, I win part I left out last week. But I'm going to bring it in now. And I know if anyone from City High Point is listening, I'll probably never be rehired there again, but I'm not trying to go backwards. <laughs> I'm not trying to go backwards. I re- this is the date I remember. My oldest son, youngest son turned 30 June 10th. June 9th. My last day was supposed to be June 10th. June 9th, they called us individually in for a meeting. Said we're increasing everybody's pay. We did a study. Everybody's pay is going up. Mm. I reminded them that tomorrow is my last day. I reminded them that 30 seconds, it took 30 seconds, I went like, I came to you, I went to HR, all the way up to HR, Assistant Public Works Director. I have a skill set that can benefit the city three years out by the time I turned 62 because COVID separate me to my skill set, communications and networking sure. at a different level. I was told you have processes in place for me and no one was created. I said, we always take one person to create change. Nobody wanted to hear this. So now you offer me less money with my raise than I'm getting on to the city of Greensboro. So I've been here six years making what I'm starting out making with the city of Greensboro with two raises. And they're like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it was all over. My supervisor also, uh, I got a few minutes, a little bit more time with him. Not much, but just enough to say that I'm leaving this job for a job that's physically more demanding. What's wrong with this picture? I'm working harder. But what's wrong with this picture? Nothing's wrong with that picture. It, yeah, it was. They couldn't see. There was nothing wrong with the picture. With me changing, or they didn't understand the logic of you have a person that wants to be here. You can't, but you're losing him. You can't um, see other people's motivation. Yeah, no, no. Because people, they just, so, their thought was money. My thought was opportunity. So, where I'm at now, they brought me back to work. I admitted one thing that we didn't talk about in this podcast, and I I got a few, make about an hour maybe, that I hope you'll uh, speak on. In my interview process for the city of Greensboro, I admitted something people want to admit. I admitted I fired myself. Yeah. I said, my old supervisor actually did my interview on the phone, uh, phone interview. Um, I said, Kevin, y'all didn't fire me, I fired myself. He reminded me I got so comfortable doing what I was doing, I messed up. Well, I had to be let go. Yeah, but see, that, and that, then, then that's they, your character coming through. And then because they, it's not about what uh, the other person did yeah. or how they treated you. And they, 
It's yeah. you fired you, and you took control, and that's your yeah. care. And next thing I know, I got a job off the table. That's right. So, what piece of admitting our mistakes leads opportunity as we wrap this thing out? Absolutely. It's all about just taking responsibility, taking control of your destiny, your future, your life, your happiness, and um, and who you are as an individual. Okay, but suppose admitting and being transparent with an employer, with a relationship, any kind of relationship. Suppose that, how do you deal with that measure of fear and anxiety? You know, it, it, it's a great question. Okay. And, and again, I don't have a good answer. Because, okay. Because that answer is unique as the person right. that I might be talking to. But generally speaking. But generally speaking, it's this. It's, it's remembering this. We talk a lot in our coaching sessions about being naked and unashamed. Okay. And there's some freedom in that, right? In, in, in living in that transparent realm and just being able to say, this is me. And the end of the day, if you're really looking to love what you do, to, to be whole in your life, right? And you're looking for that joy, that happiness that maybe seems to elude you, even though you've got some you know, success yeah. by certain principles. Um, that, that joy comes from the love of doing and being who you are authentically. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, am I really willing to give up the chance at that joy that love, that happiness for myself, just just for the short-term gain of, of not being authentic, just because I want to avoid the pain and, and hide from what I perceive to be an ugly past. Because of, in your example, right, that I'm willing to bet that if you go back and you talk to the guy that hired you, you say, look, I take responsibility. I, I fired me. That's one of the reasons they hired you. Okay. Because, because that's ultimately, at the end of the day, somebody they can trust. And if there's no trust, nothing works. Nothing works. So, that in essence is what this podcast is really all about. Yeah. Life is only about more than living when we face our fears, ask questions of ourselves, that's do all that Jason's talked about, and then some. I have nothing else to say. What he said, that is nothing. thank you so much for yeah. spending time with us. Thanks for sharing your story because your story helps people get through and overcome the things they're going through in their life. And I know you don't necessarily see the breadth and the depth of that truth, but no matter what happens, I win is out there to help thousands of people get through today. That's kind of what I'm a little concerned about because I'm like, when is that? <laughs> I spoke to about hundreds of people, hundreds of people, maybe about a hundred, about thousands. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, how about the end of the day, take someone with you in your life journey. Uh, old proverb, each one teach one. Take someone with you. Little kid, adult, somebody, take someone with you. Uh, and do all. Here's these suggestions. Oh wow, Anchor just uh, let me know something different now. School. I have a limit of 60 minutes on these podcasts now since they changed the format. For well, me. let's close it down. Yeah. What, what Jason just said, I think that's about the best you can say it. I mean, take that journey. Yeah. Take, take that journey and discover the life you're not living. If you are living your best life, continue doing so. We can only get better with the assistance of community. That's right. Community empowers you. You empower community. That's right. Y'all have a blessed day, y'all. Thank you. Thanks.